Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirit, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hello, and welcome everybody to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. My name is Leah Fortner, and I'm the special guest host this evening. I am very, very excited to be here um, and privileged to introduce Laura. Laura, are you there with me? Yeah, hi, Leah. Thanks for hosting. Yay, I am very excited to be here. I, I just have to say, the energy for me today, all day, and in this moment, is just a really great excitement level. What about I've you? I've been feeling it too, yeah, Leah. <laughs> I feel like I want to go jogging <laughs> around the block, and I don't jog. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too. I literally could get up and do jumping jacks right now, but I'm going to <laughs> contain myself and host the space that we're holding. Uh, I just want to welcome everybody. I don't know who all tuning in, friends and family and a lot of people maybe that we haven't met before, but I'm excited to welcome everybody um, connecting in this moment and holding a space of consciousness to lift our vibration together. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to see what comes through on the channel tonight. What about you, Laura? Yeah, me too. It feels so exciting. So I know they're really ready to speak and get everybody involved. Cool. So this is my first time also hosting with you on Mind, Body, Spirit, You, diving in head first. So we're definitely hoping it all goes smoothly, which I'm sure it will. But Maybe you want to just talk a little bit about who you are and what you're about? Um, okay, I could do that. I will just start off by saying that I've worked with you um, for many years now. I think it's almost seven years that I've been blessed to work with you in my life, and I am in the holistic field myself. I am a holistic practitioner. I work at wellness centers. I kind of work in a lot of different ways with energy and consciousness and dreams and many different aspects of the healing arts. And I absolutely love it. So I feel very privileged to be here with you right now and connect to so many people that are opening themselves up to hear what spirit has to say. Great. So, you know, I know there yeah. are a lot of new people listening, so I just want to uh, briefly just mention that channeling is uh, connecting with spirit and letting souls from the other side speak in this world. That's how I, I look at channeling. So in case anybody's wondering, I just tap into what I call the collective, the collective of all souls, and then we ask for a soul or souls 
to come through and give us a message for the highest good of everyone listening now and everyone that may be listening in the future because energetically there is no time and the souls on the other side know who's going to be listening and what they need to hear. So that's my brief description on channeling. Um, And I don't know, Leah, from your point of view, from being somebody who's worked with it um, on the receiving end, maybe you can mention a little bit. Yeah, I'd love to. I have definitely had many channels with you, and I would like to say that I I really don't think that channeling affects belief systems. I really think it appeals to belief systems across the board. Um, I think it's really just tuning in, and, and once you've received one and once you've actually heard one, you know in the deepest of your being that it's a truth that's resonating with you. And I think that it mostly is, uh, just a, comfort, a confirmation and a support system. Like you can really feel that support take over in your consciousness and in your heart when the channeling comes through. And that's really my experience of it. Oh, Leah, I love that. I absolutely love that because as you were saying, it's more of a confirmation. It reminded me that so many times when people come here and I channel for them, they're like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Oh, yeah, I did know that. And so much of it is because we're all connected. We're all energy. We all have intuition and instincts, and, and that's all, you know, communicating with our higher selves or souls on the other side. So the confirmations is just proof that we're all connected and that I, I'm just able to bring it through in words, but everyone gets those messages all day long in their life. It's just a matter of when you're aware of them, when you allow yourself to believe them, and when you come to somebody like me and you get a confirmation, it helps strengthen your belief in in your own sense of knowing. And I think that's what I've seen happen with you. Exactly. And I I believe that nobody knows their own truth better than themselves. So when it resonates within you, it's like that bell goes off, you know? Yeah. And that's really that's really what channeling is to me and that feels so good to have that in your life and that confirmation and the solid ground to walk on, you know, connecting yep. to it. Yeah. All right. So let's Okay, get and also um I'm going to get started. I'm going to do a little bit of a grounding meditation to unite us all and maybe let go of the jitters of the day. I want to remind everybody that there is the chat room if you want to jump in and chat. There's also the guest call-in. The number for that is 646-595-2385. So if you have any questions or comments throughout the show, you're welcome to give us a call, and I'll get to you as soon as I can. Uh, I'd also like to just point out that although we do welcome you to call, we don't know that we'll have time for questions, but give it a shot, and although I'm sure we'd all like to know the winning lotto numbers, we'd prefer that you uh, called in with something maybe relative to the topic at hand. And if you would like some personal guidance, you are welcome to contact Laura at her personal practice, which you can find links to her page on the Blog Talk Radio site. Okay? Mm -hmm. So all that in mind, let's now take a deep breath. And kind of shake off our week or our day, whatever has led us to this moment that could be stressful or whatever it is. If you're already in a state of peace or if you've had a long week, just let it all go and take a deep breath in this moment. And as you breathe in deeply, allow your body to relax. Wherever you are, on your sofa, on your bed, Wherever you're sitting, breathe in and exhale. Allow your muscles to relax and bring your awareness into your body so that you become present in this moment, present in your body, breathing in the light and exhaling any tension that you may have. Breathing in and exhaling any tension. Bringing awareness maybe to your toes, to your fingers, 
to the parts of your body that are there all day that maybe you don't have any awareness of until this moment. Breathing, exhaling, and relaxing with every breath. Becoming totally conscious of this moment. And if your mind races by, allow it to do so. Accepting where you are. Allowing the thoughts to come and go. And refocusing back on your breath. Allowing the rhythm to unfold in your body. Totally present in this moment. Taking a deep breath. And allowing yourself to become an open blank canvas. Ready to receive the knowledge that's coming before us and allowing yourself to energetically feel the bond and connection that we have between us all. And as you feel that energy and that rush of all of us as one take over your body, relax more into it. Taking a couple deep breaths, fully present in this moment, I'm going to now hand it over to Laura in a peaceful space of reception. Laura. Thank you, Leah. That was perfect. Okay. All right, I'm going to begin now. As we enter this exchange and begin to integrate divine awareness into this collective energy, we wish to add to this most abundant energy of receptivity the level of consciousness known as gratitude. We wish to embrace you all in an energy of gratitude, an energy of love, acceptance, and camaraderie. It is so important for each of you to see this as a means for interdimensional communication where we here who exist in spirit are openly welcome and engaged in a manner that says, yes, although we here in the physical are driven by our body, mind, and egos, we are open to and appreciate the effort of souls on the other side that are willing to extend themselves in this direction. And isn't that quite humorous to think that you would have to be grateful to us for extending you our energy when we here in spirit feel the same towards you? For this is a dynamic experience, this life and physicality. It is something that all souls experience regardless regardless of whether they are in a physical body or not. And that is so important for you there in the physical to remember that at some point along this journey, you too will be leaving that body behind. You too will be asking to engage this physical experience from the more ethereal aspect of you. Can you fathom that? Can you put that into some context in your mind that says, death is nothing to fear. It is a normal progression of this human experience. It is a part of the experience so necessary to have the experience that the experience just simply would not be the same without it. Ah, yes, that is a big one for many people to swallow, for they have been brought up to fear death, to think of death as the end, for it is difficult to see the life beyond the end of the physical vehicle. For the conceptual knowledge of this awareness has yet to be fully integrated into the human experience, at least in the more progressive Western civilized societies. (laughs) Many of the indigenous cultures have never left, have never let that thread of truth leave them. They have handed it down from generation to generation, the idea that spirit is truly a part of this world. Ah, but to get so lost in the intellectual side of physicality. We had to step away from that for a while. We had to distance ourselves from the idea that we are never-ending. We had to believe in some point or to some extent that this life was all there was 
to the experience so that we can immerse ourselves fully in the physical experience. And what a wonderful concept that is to think that as divine, limitless beings of light, love, and integrity, we can get lost in an experience that takes us so far from our truth we can hardly recognize ourselves. Isn't that something to contemplate? Where over and over again we come to that thought of what has happened to my dear mother or father, what has happened to my dear friend or loved one that has died and left me here to face this world alone. How many of us have had that thought? How many of us have felt abandoned by those that have taken their leave? That's how it is, you know. They've just stepped away from the physical. It's not that they actually leave. And that is what we want to shift in your interpretation of life, death, and the hereafter. The hereafter is the here and now, dear ones. That's an important concept to integrate into your logical understanding of who you are. It's important for people to begin to share this kind of knowledge, to hand it down to the generations that come afterwards. For how long do we want to live in fear? How long do we want to live in fear of leaving this world when that is not a truth? We do not leave this world. We may step out of that vehicle we were using for this current lifetime. But we never truly leave. And so we bring you to the idea that you are all souls here having a human experience. And we ask you to fully embrace this concept, to fully embrace the idea that your soul really does know what it's here to experience through you, the human being. It's such an expansive way to view who you are. It really does put into perspective some of the challenges of this life. It really does shift the way you view who you are when you are having an experience, which then can decrease the intensity of the experience or increase it as you see fit. For as you all know, there are many experiences in the physical that we wish to contain, that we look to shift into a more positive version. But we must bring ourselves to this idea that we are the soul, not the human being. For then we will appreciate the experience from a from a different level of understanding, a more expansive awareness of why we, as the soul that we are, would want to move through the experience we are having. It changes everything when you can look at your life from this point of view. We can take away all the dogma attached to that idea of being a soul where you could detach the religions from the word soul and see yourself, the soul that you are, as the energy of truth, looking to surface through the body, mind, and ego. For that's all it is, a conscious awareness of the truth, the subconscious awareness of all life experience, It's all there in the energy of who you are. And all it takes to access that awareness is your willingness to step away from the fear, to detach from the material and external excitement, if you will, so that you can find that state of calm, that state of peace within you that has no attachment to the material world, for then you know you are touching into the aspect of you that is divine, the aspect of you that is connected to all souls. And then you can hear 
the inspirations of loved ones on the other side that are always there, that are always trying to get your attention and make you feel a sense of connectedness. For anyone that has ever had that kind of experience where a loved one from the other side has made themselves known in a, in a matter that, that just could not be dismissed as random or coincidence. When you've had those experiences, you've had those moments of total realization of connectedness, you know that it's possible. And if it's possible once, then it's possible always. You must know this about you. that you are just as capable of extending yourself to your loved one on the other side as they are at extending themselves to you. It's a balancing act, if you will, a balancing of the body, mind, and ego while you're there in the physical. And as all of you know, that's not easy. That's not easy because there's always something there in the material world pulling at you. The timeline, of course, we have such a rigid schedule and we always have to be in a hurry, don't we? We have to be worried about what we need to do next and if we can follow our schedule and if we can keep up with life because life is moving so fast, but that's not true. It's the illusion you've created that moves fast. Life is. It just is. And you are. You just are. All the rest of it is what you've created in this lifetime and the previous ones. It all accumulates in your field until you take the time to begin to delve into the layers that you are, to uncover the misnomers in your field and to integrate some higher awareness while you're there in a logical way, so that you can expand your ability as a human being you are to integrate all of that truth that exists within you and to allow it to surface and drive you in a manner that creates a lifetime or a life experience that is not so rushed, that is not so dictated by time, or or overburdened with the stresses and worries of the society you all have created. Yes, we put it on you. There are so many of you that like to say, well, this is life, this is the way the world works, so I have to follow along with it. And we beg to differ. We beg to differ. For if you look back at the generations that have gone before you, you could see how many different ways there have been. Different cultures, different countries, different eras in time where people were here on the same earth that you are, but having completely different experiences where they are not also governed by the nine-to-five jobs where they are not so driven by the almighty dollar. You all have created that, and you all perpetuate it with your willingness to give into it. That's what we will say. This is not the way life was meant to be lived. It's the way you've chosen to live here as the human beings you are. This beautiful earth is a blank canvas, and this is what you all are drawing. So recognize that you have individual power within you, to assist in creating a more magnanimous experience where you yourself are given the opportunities to affect others in deeply profound ways through your own self-realization, through your own willingness to see your own fears and to confront them and move beyond them. It truly is what this life is for, you know, the uncovering of the truth that you are. And so we engage this most magnificent group of energies here 
and yes, that is what we were we are referring to you as, those that are listening. You are the magnificent energies that have created this experience tonight for all souls to feel a sense of our connectedness. For each of you there in the physical to feel a sense of a loved one here in spirit. For so many of them are lined up here tonight, gathering to support you on your journey, to give you a sense that they are here, that they are with you, that they have never left you, and that they revel in your experience, and that they do not judge it. That is something that human beings seem to get stuck on, you know, when they think, oh, my gosh, the entire family that has left is now watching my every move. How am I to even make a decision knowing that they are all judging my actions? And that simply is not a truth. You must know that when you cross the great divide, you leave behind all of that judgment. There is no sense of how anyone should be when you are here in spirit. We know better. All of that, the right, the wrongs, the judgments, the expectations, all created by you, the human beings, to make the experience more interesting, <laughs> to make the maze of confusion, I'm sorry, the maze of confusion a little more difficult. It truly is a game, this thing we call life, a journey of self-exploration where we have to move through our fears to discover our truths to discover our true powers. Some people call them hidden powers, but they're only hidden as long as you let them be. For each of you, have in your own way some sense of your true innate gifts and talents. Many of you tap into them from time to time, and some of you even live your life by them. But there are those that that like to pretend that they are the ones that were born without a gift, born without a hidden talent, meant to just moosey along through this mundane life until it's over. And we're going to say quite clearly that that is not a truth. That there is no one here on the earth plane now that isn't unique and isn't here to integrate some unique interpretation of life that only they can that is your truth and it's not that we have to do it you see that's where the the human um programming kicks in and you think well if i if i have a gift i must have to figure it out and then do something with it so i can create a career around it and that's that's what we think as human beings that we have to do something when again we remind you you just have to be, just be your truth. And we can't make it any more um, understandable for you because each truth is different, each human being is different. And it, as, as Leah has said earlier, each truth is individual. You have to find your way to your own truth. No one can do that for you. No psychic or medium or channel is going to say this is what you came to be. They may assist you in uncovering it. They may assist you in seeing the fears that stand between you and this truth. But they can't face the fears for you, can they? So it really all comes down to you and your willingness to see your fears and to see where you've allowed your fear to misdirect the energy you extend in this lifetime. We'll leave you with that for the moment and allow you to ponder that concept for a while as we shift, as we switch directions of this channel. Okay, Laura, should we open up to talk about this for a second, or are you going to move somewhere with this channel right now? No, if you've got a um, comment or a question, sure. We'll wait. I just have to... 
No, there's no one there's no one tuning in that has a question for you. I would just like to totally support that they said they begged to differ based on the belief systems and fears that we're all living in, uh, that they beg to differ. And I beg to differ, too. I think that's a beautiful thing to say. They mentioned our purpose here is to confront our fears and move beyond them and uncovering the truth of who we are, which I also thought was so beautiful. Yeah. And I think maybe a question that came to me while you were going through all this, as people are opening up to this and hearing this, uh, you know, to suggest that we un- that we confront our fears and to change the way we're perceiving our reality, that how we're going with the way of society and saying in our minds that this is just the way things are, so we go with it, to mm-hmm. let someone know, hey, this isn't the way that it has to be, you have the power to change it, is very radical, is very powerful, uh, but can be overwhelming. Uh, do they have guidance on maybe how they would suggest someone to begin this shift that's hard for them to even fathom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, Leah, that you can bring yourself back to the beginning when it was so difficult for you to appreciate or conceptualize this idea that each experience you are having, especially the most difficult ones, are the ones that your soul brought you to. It truly is a difficult concept. For the human being who is moving through a devastating experience to think, my soul brought me here, for it wants me to learn something about how I am being in this world, in this moment, through the lens that I am using to see life. And we want to use that term lens because if you think about it, if you are a photographer and you are looking through the lens and you see a picture that is not in focus, do you still snap the shot? Do you say, well, this is it, this is the way it is, so let me just take it? Or do you try to focus, to refocus, to sharpen the image, to see it clearer? It's a great metaphor to think of that's how you are looking through life. When you live your life in fear, that's what you are doing. You are saying, I will remain unfocused, for that's what everybody around me is doing. And so it is an overwhelming concept to think, well, I can shift my own reality. So then what happens is you think about it, don't you? You take it to your logical mind and think, well, what would I have to do to shift my reality? And that's going to get you stuck in the logical interpretation of what life is, isn't it? Hmm. So what this process asks of you is to begin to address the part of you that knows better. It asks you to begin to tap into your soul so that you can hear your soul, your soul's interpretation of what is going on, of who you are and how you are to be. That's how you sharpen the focus, dear ones. When you're going through a fearful experience and you take that fear into your logical mind, we all know what can happen and how lost in that maze of fear we can get. And so the greatest challenge to you is to be in the middle of that, in the middle, all right, in the middle of the missing of a loved one that has recently left his body. In the middle of that, instead of taking that fear of abandonment into your logical mind, You take your awareness into your heart. You don't allow it to go up into the fear in the mind. You don't allow it to get caught in that cycle of negative thought. You pull yourself out of it. You demand to yourself that you will not allow yourself to get lost in the fearful interpretation of what I think is occurring. You do create in you a sense of awareness or a willingness to say, 
I may not understand it right now, but I know there is an aspect of me that does. There is a part of me that understands exactly how to move through this situation with the perceptive state of love rather than fear. Those are two lenses that you are given to perceive life through. And it is up to you to decide or discern which you are using and to choose love. When you choose love, you are saying, okay, soul, okay, higher self, okay, loved one there in spirit, commune with me on the level of consciousness that knows better than the fear. Allow me to move through this moment with a sense of the divinity behind this fear that is rising in me. Ah, for that is what it does. The fear rises and gives you a choice, gives you an option. And when you choose love over fear, you get propelled light years above the interpretation of the life experience that the fear would have given you. And it does not mean you will always get that logical interpretation. Sometimes, especially in the beginning, it may just come over you as a feeling. A feeling that, although you may not understand how, everything is going to be okay. And if you can just hold on to that feeling, that is you strengthening your commitment to seeing life from your soul's point of view. All right, Leah, that was a great answer. Do you that was beautiful. Yeah, I I totally that totally resonated with me. I could actually feel it happening in my body as you talked about it, like how when fear comes up, you can feel it rising into the mind, like it's it's a higher vibration and awareness at level, not in energy wise, but I mean like in the level of your body where you're experiencing it. It's in your mind. It's a, a mindful experience where as when you see the fear and you feel that pivotal choice and I think the more you work with consciousness the more you're aware of that moment where you're choosing and you feel wait I got a channel on that exactly Leah that is what you are looking to do your first step is recognizing where it is your mind takes you in the midst of a, a fearful experience because that is where you could see it black and white fear and love and you can see how you the human being choose to be and you'll you'll find that you're going to have a battle within you where the ego says no i'm not choosing this this is taking me over i am a victim to this but the more you do it the more you will realize that you have a choice that there is an instant where you can make that choice and that's what this practice does it makes you more and more aware of that instant that is available to you that says I do not have to see this experience through a fearful mind, but rather I can move through this experience through a loving, heart-centered space. All right, Leah. Yeah, that's exactly what I felt, too, was the difference than when you, in that moment, say no to the fear as it comes in and that choice happens and you can actually feel yourself go into your heart, the mm-hmm. purity of that experience, like from your heart, the love and acceptance there where you release judgments and expectations and all the things that become our trip-ups in life, what really caused the emotional trauma and drama around us, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go keep going. i got something here. Making your way to this space, to this heart center within you, is your attempt at reaching out to your higher self. And as you do this, and as you practice this, 
and we want everyone to hear this. It doesn't matter who you are or how many times you've had those uh, synchronistic spiritual kind of experiences. This is available to all of you. The more you become aware of that space within you where you can make that connection, the stronger that connection becomes. And then you will find that those that you love, that are there in spirit, those that are here in spirit, rather, those that are with you from beyond the veil, that they will meet you there, that they will console you there, that they will give you possibly a sense of a direction there. That's why we want to do this. People ask, why? Why do I want to open up to spirit? Why do I want to know all of this? Can I just move through this life like everyone else does without that kind of awareness? And we would say to you, of course you can. It is your choice. You are born with free will. It is, of course, your choice. But... There is a beauty and integrity and a benefit to expanding into the energy that you are. That's what you're doing. You are saying, okay, I've had enough of this physical experience. I want to feel a more spiritual side to this physical experience. I want to know what it is I am here for, and I want to give all that I can to this collective energy so that I can help create a more loving and harmonious state of being for all here on the earth plane. We know that's not as inspiring as the idea of individual achievement because there, as you sit there in your physical bodies, you still see this experience is based around you, the individual. But the more you expand into this idea that we are all one energy, extending ourselves through these individual expressions of energy, then you realize the benefit in communing with those there on the earth plane, with those here in spirit, and bringing it all together as if we were having this experience together. For we are, that is our truth. And wouldn't it be nice to be having an experience and in the middle of it get some insight into a direction that you are uncertain of from a loved one on the other side? Isn't it always wonderful to feel a sense of their presence in your experience? It's always there for you. It is literally up to you to clear those lines of communication so that those inspirational moments can come through with clarity and give you a sense of direction, give you a sense of mm, confirmation. Let's take this to an even more expansive understanding of the why, for that's where we get stuck. Well, why do I want to spend my time doing that? It's not going to be easy, and it's going to be hmm, it's going to be quite um, illuminating, yes, but what will I have to give up? There's so much of that. What do I have to give up? And, and yes, it is a truth. You've got to give a little here or there to find the balance. When you're fully invested in the physical world experience and the material um, aspect of it all, you lose your connection to spirit. Isn't that true? Isn't that what's happened in the Western society? Where we've gone so deep into the money of it, so deep into the, I don't want to say stuff of it, the, the physical, material aspect of living here, that we've lost our connection to spirit. And as you will see, the more you expand into the spiritual aspect of who you are, the less attached you are to all of that material world um, wealth and accumulation. You will find that it would be too heavy to hold on to your love of stuff when you are trying to uncover 
the love you are. So yes, there is a give and take. There is a back and forth that is necessary here. And that is all a part of the journey for sure. It is it is the journey we come for. So as the challenges come up, you can fear them or you can embrace them as the opportunities they are to take that next step closer to being one with the purpose you are here to be. There's a shift in verbiage, isn't it? So many people think, I have a purpose to do. And we say your purpose is to be. How it is you are to be is determined by each moment. That's what we want you to know. We can say some of you are inclined as the energies that you are to be joy. Some of you are inclined as the energies that you are to be compassion. Some of you are inclined as the energies that you are to be intelligent. And some of you are inclined as the energies that you are to be here as peace. There are so many ways to be here. And it is not that you must choose one and then try to perfect being that. That that would be the human interpretation of doing it, wouldn't it? What we are proposing here is that this energy that you are is in constant motion, constant flux. It shifts and changes in every moment, in every instant, according to the shifting and changing of of each of you. The shifts in your mental interpretation of who you are, the shifts in your emotional states, the shifts created by the actions you take. One affects another, affects another, and the ripple goes through the entire collective. And so you must feel what it is you are existing in. You must feel the energy of your surroundings to determine what it is you are to be in that moment. To give the energy of your surroundings your best you. The best complementary energy you can be. And it is not to be determined logically. That's where you'll get lost in thinking, well, everyone here is angry, so I must be the energy of joy in this moment. No, dear ones, that is not always the answer. That is a logical answer, yes. And the logical mind would like to believe it is that simple, that we could say, if this is the energy that I feel, then I must be that. But that is an illusionary interpretation. For you can only know it by feeling it. By feeling it in the moment that, although I am feeling anger from each of these people in this room, in this moment, for this individual, I need to be compassion. And for that individual over there, I need to be non-judgmental. Non-argumentative. Or still and detached. There's never a limited number of ways to be. It's always going to be different by the way the energies are dancing with one another before you. And so that is why it's important to take this step to understanding who you are and how you are. For when you open that door to the higher self, you open that door to the ability to sense the energy of your surroundings, to sense the energy of those you are with, and to feel what direction your higher self is asking you to take, what energy it's asking you to extend to this other, for what you want to imagine beyond what you are seeing in front of you in the physical is that your higher self and this other's higher self 
are dancing together in the energy. They are speaking, they are communing, they are communicating. And when you receive the communication from those around you, you are then capable of integrating it and interpreting what is your best way of being. So realize that this step forward that you take in self-awareness, where you begin to become willing to see what it is you choose in a moment to perceive life from, the fear or the love, that you realize that that step is going to take you to a more expansive awareness of how to be in this world in any given moment. All right. Okay, Leah. That was that was so beautiful. <laughs> I really had such a great visual too when you were just talking about in this experience of people around you and if they're angry or whatever it is they're playing out to not go into the logical mind of how you can counteract their energy but to almost see your souls at a higher level dancing together. It's almost as if you took yourself to that perception, it would automatically take you to your heart, where then your action wouldn't be a logical reaction. It would be a connection from your heart based on that higher perception by taking yourself there, you know? It's perfect. That's exactly what they were saying before, right? If you go to your mind and you go to the fear, pull yourself to your heart, that's the beginning of the practice to this next step, which is when you're in that situation, to not think of what you need to do for this other, but to feel what their higher self is saying they need. That's where you're communicating from soul to soul. You know, beyond the illusion, beyond the fear, beyond the way it's manifesting in the physical, you're going right to the heart of who you are, who they are, and what their higher self knows they need from you. Right. And I could literally see that visual of, like, the souls dancing above you. It was just a beautiful vision when you... And I think, you know, Leah, I think that's a great image. I think that's so important. Like, they give us these tools to work with because, you know, we need to practice at it, right? It's not like tomorrow everybody who's listening tonight can go and just do this thing. You know, there is that, you know process of self-awareness but to give you that visual it automatically gives you that tool to work with that'll pull you out of your head exactly it's definitely a tool to take with you and i think working with visuals really helps you to leave the logical mind to go to that creative spontaneous place of the subconscious of the heart (laughs) <laughs> All right, I got a channel about that. Exactly, Leah. That is why we give the images so that the mind has something to do as you take your awareness to another aspect of you. Do you see how that works? Because you have that mind and it's always looking to be um, uh, busy. And so if you give the mind the image, it focuses on the image and it is then preoccupied and that allows your awareness to float into the heavens to float through your heart center to the higher aspect of you it is exactly why the imagery is so important and it is why imagery is used so often in meditation it really does assist in helping you master the mind which is so important people need to understand that the mind is meant to support the soul's journey It is not meant to dictate the direction of this life experience. That is for the soul. And so you want to make this connection. You want to make your way to that understanding within you that needs no logic, that needs no intellectual interpretation, that is just about you communing from a soulful state of awareness with the souls of those around you. It changes everything, Leah. It changes the way we exist as human beings together. And that is what we are here for in this moment, to shift the way we experience life in the physical. Oh, that was great, Leah. That was great. 
That was awesome. I also wanted to reference where in the channel they spoke about opening the lines. And as you bring consciousness to these moments where you have choices and you start this practice, that the lines open. You can receive the guidance and the connections to those spirits and heart when you are in that space and you are opening the lines. And it made me think of when I work with people on dreams where, you know, people will say, well, I don't have dreams, you know, or I can't hear spirit. But I tell them as you open yourself up to dreams and as you practice, you build the connection and it grows. And I just really made that connection as they were saying the same thing with connecting to spirit and their higher self, that as you really actually put work into it, that we are all capable of it and that it will grow as we work with it. Mm. It is so true, dear Leah, how often people dismiss their own powers, their own abilities, and their own capabilities. It is so true that when we say we can't, we have shut the door to the possibility. And that is why it is important for people to begin to believe that they can do anything, anything that any other on this earth plane has done, that they can do if they do the work. And it is true. It is work. But it is also play. (laughs) (laughs) It may seem like work to the human being, but it is truly a joy to the soul to watch the human being uncover its truth because the soul is the truth. And the more you uncover the truth, the more light you allow to shine on that beautiful soul that you are. Mm. This is a joy for the soul, regardless of how difficult it may seem for the human being. It truly is a joyous experience to uncover our truth, beneath the fears, we begin to see we have covered ourselves under. Mm. Wow. Very beautiful expression. Mm -hmm. Well, I see, Laura, that we are coming to an end, and we have just a couple minutes left. So I don't know if there's anything that they would like to leave us with. Mm-hmm. Before. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can wrap it up, guys. Okay. <laughs> we are going to close this in the gratitude that we began it with. We want you each in this moment to begin to hold yourselves in an energy of gratitude. In, we want you each to imagine your soul embracing you now in a big hug filled with limitless gratitude and appreciation for your willingness to take this step forward, to open up to this innate gift that you are and to allow your efforts to uncover the truth that exists within you that is here to assist the collective in understanding what it is to be life limited by physicality, for that is what this journey is. And it is important for you each to be grateful for your efforts each and every day. Be grateful that you can move through this physical world with an awareness that you are not this human being, that your life will not end, but that you will shift into a more expansive understanding of who you are. And you will allow yourself this opportunity while you are here in the physical to know that aspect of you. Embrace fully the gratitude that we extend to you in this moment, for we are you. We are that soul wrapping its ethereal arms around each and every one of you and saying thank you, thank you for recognizing that you are more than just that human being. You are more than just that physical body. You are divine energy of truth here to integrate an individual perception of life and physicality. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you for extending your energy in this way. And thank you for honoring yourselves as the beautiful souls that you are. That was such an amazing conclusion. It really put the biggest smile on my face. I could totally feel the blanket of love from my soul as they walked us through that. 
So it was such a perfect and such a perfect wow. ending to a beautiful channel. That smile. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to Mind, Body, Spirit, You with myself and Laura. We're so grateful that you all tune in with us. And it is the last Friday of every month that Laura offers these channels. So thank you to everyone and good night. Thank you, Laura. Mm -hmm. Bye.